0: Sadness make rap minutes. All right, Cooped yeah. Up Podcast. We got a few people in the building today. I'll let you all introduce yourself Ryan Loria, Mr. White,
1: DJ Cannon.
0: You also got to say what you do. You got to say what you do. Okay, okay, okay. I'm an
2: artist from South Florida. Mm-hmm. I make music.
0: That's you? good. I kill babies. <laughs> oh, <laughs>
3: no, I'm playing, I'm playing. Nah, no, no, I'm, uh, nah, I'm his manager/slash producer.
0: Okay.
1: I'm DJ Cannon. Uh, I DJ. I'm from Kansas, so mm-hmm. hold down.
0: A good thing to say is what would bring you all together tonight? Like, why are you all together doing this podcast together? You got it.
4: Right, uh, yeah. <laughs> all
0: right. So what brought you guys together?
1: Like, you're from <laughs> South Florida. How did yeah. this happen? Oh, actually, <laughs>
3: we've known Cannon for about, you said, four years now? It's about
1: It's Yeah, about four years now.
3: We met each other uh, when we was down in a club in Miami from a mutual I used to be mutual friend, whoa, <laughs> uh, used to be mutual friend and then um, yeah we just stayed in touch, so he moved to Manhattan, uh, Kansas, right, mm-hmm. started seeing him DJ over there, he wasn't even a DJ yet, but he was still calling himself DJ Can, but moved to Manhattan, Kansas and then we went ahead and stayed in touch and anytime me and Ryan was dropping stuff he'd always share it and anytime he had anything on social media we'd share it. And That's cool, so how long have uh, you and Ryan been working together? Since 2000, all right, so we've known each other since 2013, but we didn't start making music till uh, 2018, so two years ago. Okay. Yeah. Wow. Why, why the long wait? Um. So I, I, I've had this thing where I kind of always work with an, one artist, and I kind of like not mold them, mm. but I'm just like tuned in with that person. So, for example, um, A Boogie, when he lived in Florida, I was the one that started his career.
0: So at the time when I was working with him, Ryan used to record him. So I was focused on boogie. So that was when he was, like, just just starting to come up, or was that more of a, uh, like, he was getting buzz, and then that was, not bro, it's the crazy, the the last touch right there. It's the
3: craziest thing in the world because um, the way I met him, you know, I have a nine to five, Uh and I've been making music for a long time, and you know, when you just talk to yourself, like, he probably was like, yo, I need to start a podcast right oh yeah that's exactly how it happens <laughs> <laughs> so, no, so my whole thing is i'm like working i'm like i need to start selling beats we were both yeah. at our
4: nine to five and we decided to do this <laughs> yeah.
3: so exactly that's the same shit so um i get home and i'm like let me just start talking to people bro so i walk out of my apartment and i talk to a guy i'm like yo you know anybody here that rap he's like yeah right behind you i turn around it's boogie just walking you know mm. and i'm like yo bro pull up he walks up to me we've never talked i'm like yo my dude tells me you you rap Very soft spoken. Y'all hear him in the interviews. He's like, Yeah, but I don't do none of that stuff and shit. I'm like, All right, I got you, bro. (laughs) And after that, I was like, Yo, you want to come inside and listen to some beats? Mm. Didn't know me from left and right, you know? And New York people aren't like open like that. So he's like, I was like, You want to hear some beats? He's like, Yeah. So he came inside, I started playing beats. As soon as I played the first beat, bro, he just started rapping. I mean, we all know he's the melodic guy, but he was rapping. He was like spitting bars. And I'm like, Oh shit. So I went ahead and called Ryan up. I'm like, Yo, bro, you got to pull up, bro. I got this kid. He's a rapper. He's never been recorded before. He don't know how to record. Everything he's done. Remember those uh, microphones with the old computers? Like they look like a, a sperm. You're like, like the one like that
2: like this. The
3: white one. So he's, he's like, yeah, how that's shit. how I recorded music. Mm. Oh yeah, and yeah. you yeah, plug yeah, in like so it's like, like a a it No, no, no. That's how he recorded. He oh, never yeah. he did recorded it. his own on that. Yeah, he never did like the official online. shit. That's crazy. So I hit Ryan up. Ryan pulls up, and then we play the music, and he fucking listens to this shit, and Are he's like, yo,
0: hold on. Yeah. It looked
3: like it was
4: raining. It sounded like it was raining. No, that is the dryer. My bad. Just open
1: the door. You got to get that laundry for the weekend. Yeah.
4: Yes, for sure. I'm all about folding my clothes. Some people let it sit in the basket. Not that kind of guy. Nah,
1: bro. <laughs> I can't. Bro, I can't. It can't be Like, I got to throw it back yeah, in the dryer. You know? exactly.
0: That kind of pissed me off. I'm not <fun>. Are you shit right? <laughs> I was trying to get all this set up. We'll right, it uh, yeah. So, so talk about your music a little bit. Like, when do you start making music?
2: Well, I have a very different musical past. I come from being in choir in high school and I, my friends were in a band. I wanted to be in the band and I was like, dope. They're doing that. Like I want to do it. Band? Yeah, like an actual rock band, like drums, guitar, bass, lead vocals, you know? So I was in that as well. And then I joined choir. And then inquire. Me and the guys made a quartet, which is like acapella. We were going downtown singing and making money like that. And that's when I was like, "Okay, cool. You can make money with music." And then, um, but when I was doing all this with them, they didn't really have the work ethic I did, mm-hmm. you know, with, with the band and with the quartet. So I was like, "I got to do this on my own." My dad got me a keyboard, mm-hmm. you know. So I just started doing solo work, and that's when I, that's how I'm a solo artist now
4: what category would you put yourself in for like genres
2: cliche enough i want to say i don't want to categorize myself Mm -hmm. but pop hip-hop you know Mm -hmm. let's go with that who's your biggest like uh who listens to you the most like what's your demographic i mean i think it's always changing but right now it looks like 18 to 24. Mm -hmm. you know yeah and i have fans in brazil like a, and I, I like keep in touch with my fans personally. Like mm-hmm. they're growing. I don't have like a huge fan base right now, but like in France, Italy, Australia, you know, it's like majority of the ones that I actually talk to are from overseas, mm-hmm. which is dope. Wow, I feel like they take in music very differently.
0: And then DJ, how'd you start DJ? <laughs> Man, that's a great question.
1: Can I just move this? Yeah, go a ahead. bit sure. uh, So I actually. I moved to Oklahoma City after I graduated from school in Texas and uh, I was working for this IT company and um, I, I ended up getting kicked out of my uh, my grandma's house because of a, a situation that that went down and uh, my manager who um, you know helped me he was like hey you know I got you come stay with me so I stayed with him and like a day later he was like hey um, you know my mom and dad they want to help you like mm-hmm. go live with them. So whenever I moved in with them, it turned out that they had this huge studio. Mm-hmm. And uh, in that studio there was a controller. And I just gravitated towards it. And I started messing around with it. Just kept practicing, kept practicing. And sure enough, I became a DJ. So that's how it started.
0: How much practice did it take until you actually went in front of people and Yeah, well, i was I'm kind like, of wondering what DJ. the
4: progression was like. Yeah. Uh, I'm
0: sure it was like you could honestly say you were not good in the beginning. That's oh, how yeah. it usually is. You're yeah. not gonna yeah. be good the whole time. So.
1: nah man, like I have times where I look back at certain gigs that I did and I'm like, damn, like I wasn't shit then yeah. compared yeah. to what I know now. And I'm still progressing, but you know, when I first started out, you know, I was on it, you know, 30 minutes to an hour, like just jamming, trying to figure it out. And, you know, when I came up, I was in band, I played the trumpet. So I kind of already had an idea of how music worked and how to sync it and what sounded good and what didn't. Mm-hmm. So I would say like I, I was doing it for like a month, two months, just every day just hitting it, hitting it, hitting it. And then I finally got my first gig at this hookah lounge called Hubbly Bubbly and OKC. Mm-hmm. It's a popping hookah joint. And uh, that was my first time to DJ. And at that time, I was just like, I was just playing the bangers that I knew, like banger, yeah. banger, banger. But over time, I started to realize that it's bigger than that. You know, you have to be able to read the crowd, understand, you know, get them kind of worked up into that mode where they're ready to hear the bangers, you know. So, I guess it's more of a psychology thing, but over time, I started to learn more.
4: What's the process like before you, like, have a show? Like, man, well, like I have a... Like, days before.
1: Days before, man, it's a lot of work. So, I got a, I got a whole team behind me, Party Shift Entertainment. Um, so, I moved to Manhattan, Kansas, because I'm married. My wife is in the military. I was living in Florida, and that's that's where I met Mr. White and Ryan. Mm-hmm. And um, I was doing sales there. And when I moved, when I when I was doing sales, I decided to I decided to resign because I wanted to be with my wife and then go hard with the music. Mm-hmm. So we ended up I ended up uh, DJing in Manhattan at this club called Tate's. And like maybe the second day in, I DJed there. They were like, "Yo, who is this guy? He's playing this hot shit." And uh, um, mims and dorian they approached me and they were like yo like you know we do this we do videos all this stuff and i was like bet like let's come together so they already had party shift entertainment i just got on the bandwagon and i said yo let's let's do something so basically like in coming together i realized what it takes to to make an event pop and, mm-hmm. and you know it takes promotion you know videography you know social media connecting with people so before an event you know we're in the streets we're going hard social media you know finding ways to connect with people shouting them out when they follow me you know just doing little things to to show the love that people show me back so um to just prepare it's just really just you know pounding the pavement connecting with people building relationships what you're saying is when we start
0: doing events you're going to be you're going to be our right hand man right there yeah (laughs)
1: for sure man like It's cool that, you know, we got to bring them down because they kind of got to they kind of got to see like how we approach events And it's a lot of work, you know, Mm -hmm. he has a bar on in a song where he's like cannon speed dialing Because I'm literally on the phone all day every day like trying to connect with people (laughs) Yeah, I could tell by when you called
0: me the Mm -hmm. first the first thing you said was hey (laughs) I was like oh shit I was over here on the couch chilling. Yo, my dog was (laughs) just getting vibing like, oh shit! (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I have a Mm,
4: question for you, Um, Mr. White. So, um, you've worked with um, a boogie, so you obviously know what it's like when somebody like has it, like it, the factor or whatever it is. Do you feel like Ryan has that? Yes. Yes.
3: Yes. So this is the thing, right? I'm not even going to say that I'm the person that knows if they have it. Let's all be honest. It's all about your work ethic, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So Boogie, when he was living down in Florida, he was on house arrest. Mm-hmm. He got in trouble in New York. That's why I moved to Florida. So when it came time to record, this was a guy that would take time to write his lyrics out. I'd send him a beat. He'd be ready when he go in the studio. You know, I don't know if you guys have been in the studio with artists. There's some people that just stay in there, not ready. And the engineer and the producer are like, come on. Like, what's going on? You're wasting my time. Boogie would never do that. Boogie was always on top of his shit. Now, moving to Ryan, I've never seen somebody work so hard, bro. You know? Like, if you guys pull up our music videos, he edits all of them.
0: Whoa. Now, that's that's impressive. Yeah. He records himself.
2: Thanks, man.
3: You know? He has a job. But yeah, guess what? None of that shit gets in the way of getting that final product together. So, even if he wasn't good, but he is, I'd still go ahead and support him because it's hard to find people that are willing to put that work in
4: mm-hmm.
0: it's hard bro i was watching a video it was actually kevin o'leary from shark tank mm-hmm. um but he was saying it's it's the people who have the nine-to-fives and who are still working on top of their nine-to-fives who are the ones who are typically the per- the people who work hard enough to be successful in the first place like it doesn't mm-hmm. matter what type of business it is like because we do the same thing, like, we have our 9 to 5, and then I do my own thing with the art that you see hanging around, five. and then he does, we do the podcast, like, we, we stay busy 24-7, I'll help them with their music shit. Like, but we we, we used to not shit. live
4: together, now that we live together, we have, like, no excuse. Yeah, there's like, no excuse, like, it's mm-hmm. just,
0: once you once you get yourself in the atmosphere where you're working, yeah. like, you'll just stay in the atmosphere and just, just keep progressing from there, so that I can relate to that, definitely. And you said you, you had the 95, too. Yeah, bro, I get right. up
3: at 2, 3 in the morning and go to work. Mm. That's crazy. I'll get done. We have to go to a... So we live like kind of like in the middle of Florida off 95. Mm-hmm. So I'll get off of work. We got to go to a studio, say Orlando or Miami. That's a two-hour drive. I'm not sleeping. I'm in the car driving. Me, DJ Dondada. Me, DJ Dondada. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I'm messing with the right name. Yeah, no, my bad. Don't. But... Um, I said... But yeah, bro. Like I'll, I'll will. I like sleep don't matter to me, bro. Like you'll get sleep. I don't sleep. know how he does yeah. that. Whatever you get, yes. whatever yeah, you do, do yeah. bro. <laughs> seriously, you know, like um, I. Are you guys old enough to go clubbing and shit? Yeah, yeah. Y'all should pull up tonight. All right. Cause uh, if you see how we are uh we gonna be at Lotus. Lotus. Yeah. Westport. If, Westport. So this is the thing. This is our first time, Lincoln. Slash, you know, Party Shift, uh, slash, slash VNG. Yeah, that's our label that we run, VMG, Vintage Music Group. So, this is our first time working together. If you didn't know any better, you would think that we've been working together forever. This is our first time doing shows together. And, I mean, DJ Dondado's on the side and DJ Cannon. You see them on the boards, bro. You would think they've been DJing together forever. Nice. You know? But it's just like, you know when you have it right, bro. You know?
4: Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, technicality aside, like, they're great at what they do. But, like, we all vibe. You know, and it's been like, been like four days, three days together? hmm Yeah, and it's been like a brotherhood. It's dope.
1: It's felt like wow. we've known three, each other for years, Three bro. days together? Yeah. Three days. And
2: just met Mims. Yeah, I was
0: about to say, can you, yeah. you oh. to say like what everyone's part is? In
3: the- okay, so uh, yeah. we have DJ Jondada to the side. He's a DJ out of South Florida. If Me and him. Camera, so. That's my brother right there, man. <laughs> <laughs> right, man. So you got DJ Jondada, then you got Mims. Um, he's like... He's Cannon's right-hand, left-hand man. He's not mm-hmm. here right now, but you also got Dorian from Party Shift. He's not here. Then you got my boy, Metty, who's from Portland. He's also an artist, fire. Great artist, great producer. We met on social media, mm-hmm. Instagram. So that tells you how powerful Instagram is. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. I want to make sure I say it right. Dominica? Dominique. Dominique. But Domsey's here. Domzy? here. Uh, okay, yeah, Dom's just a, a team player. Like, she's out there in the streets, you know. You know you need a street team to yeah. put shit out on social media. And be like, yo. You know, so that's everybody.
0: What? Circle tight. Yeah. What about what about social? Like, what on social media do you think really does it for people? Like, you could see an artist and they're not even that good, but they could somehow pop off on social media. But what aspect of social media do you think is the best? Like, what what about social media really does it? Would you care? Yeah, the power to
2: just reach the world. Like, you know, you could have a show right down, down here and not put, post it online. So you have like whoever walked by can see it, but if you post it online, whoever scrolls by can see it, and that's anyone, any country.
0: And how do you how do you use it, utilize social media?
2: I try to just you know share my music and talk to the, the fans who want to you know talk to me mm-hmm. and want to know like how I wrote the song, why I wrote the song, you know, just to really like socialize with the ones that are in that basically a crowd, you know. The, They're behind their phone. I'm behind mine. Mm -hmm. And it's as as personal as you can get, you know, but it's just really sharing your music through the internet.
3: So one thing right now, we all know we're going through a really bad situation with coronavirus. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Look what y'all doing right now. People are on their phone right now. So when you post this, they're going to watch it. Because right now is one of the best times to post, you know, music content because people are just on their phone looking for the next best thing. So the fact that you guys got this going on and we're putting music out during this shit. Mm -hmm. You know, it's showing that we want it more so we get more looks I think than your average Joe, you
0: know Do you think it's a hard time though to be a musician or anything in some sort of industry where you do need people to
2: I can't really tell for me because I've been doing it. Like I've been doing things In-house for so long, you know, I just really amped it up Because I found it as an opportune moment to really like post even more Yeah, because right now I'm dropping two songs a month trying to get a video for at least one song of each two-song package, you know? Yeah, that's a good... Someone who relies on a studio, like, you know, shut down. There's, like, regulations that you have to abide by. Mm -hmm. Someone who relies on other, like, you know, outsourcing to other things. Mm -hmm. That's the downfall. So you have to pick up that laptop and figure out how to download Pro Tools and, you know, work that if you want to, Mm -hmm. you know?
0: I feel like um, just the fact that concerts aren't... Really too big of a thing right now that that would have a huge negative effect on it because a lot of beginning artists usually open up for concerts and so all these people can see them but does that really does that really draw attention to the artists if they're an opening act in a concert?
3: bro you got to get it on your own, so what we did recently I swear to God the universe is funny if you I'm not religious i I believe in good and bad I believe in That energy out there, you know, and I'm not against anybody that is religious, but I just feel like things tend to open up or line up when you really put that work in. So we dropped a project in August called August Desires, right? Mm. One of those two songs we dropped is called What You Want. We got that shit on the radio. Shout out to DJ Jondada and True Life, True true Radio. And um, bro, if you look at our, if you go on his social media, one, you would think we got a deal, right? That we got money because everything just started coming in interviews, um, us p- coming over here to do shows, we're pushing the What You Want song. Like, I remember getting a phone call from Cannon and he's like, yo, Ryan, you got three shows when you get over here. And we're like, what? Like, I got a job, nigga. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, you know what I'm saying? But it's lined up. So prior to us even doing that, we did an Instagram live show. And he was, he was on Instagram live, shout out to Key Drummer Board who's out of Florida, a big social media influencer. He went ahead and hosted it, right? Mm-hmm. we had up to like four to five hundred people on that Instagram live watching him perform. Wow. That was the first time that Ryan and DJ Dondata worked together as an artist slash DJ. Did we know we was going to get a show and do nights of him performing these songs with DJ Dondata and Canon? We didn't know that shit. But, like he said, if I was waiting for everything to reopen up, it's like, all right, yo, we can work on me performing now. Now you behind, bro. But now I think we are ahead of the game. Mm-hmm. So when that time does come when shit reopens, we're not going to be looking around like, or right, what we do next, we'll be like, all right, man. We will just keep doing what we're doing, and I'm pretty sure other doors are gonna open. So, but I wouldn't rely on, you know, concerts and stuff. Yeah, like yo, bro, mm-hmm. the internet. Go on Instagram Live. You yeah. see the main, the main people, the people that are in the industry. They're doing that shit. They're doing mm-hmm. Instagram shows. They're doing, you know, you see the versus battles on Instagram. Yeah. You think they waited? For, I mean, it kind of happened because of this shit. So why not you do it? I mean, you have the platform to do it. So mm-hmm. do it. Everyone yeah. has. Everyone has a phone. Mm-hmm. You can easily go on Instagram. And you know, turn you your dreams come true
4: on yeah. your yeah. For real. Mm-hmm. I have a question for you, Ryan. Um, so, just from talking to your peers and what you've said about like learning Premiere Pro, it seems like you have like a really good work ethic. Because, uh, like, I don't know, picking up Premiere Pro, that's not like a fun thing to do. <laughs> oh, no, I use Final Cut. Oh, you use Final yeah, Cut. Yeah, Anyways, Premiere looks But way editing, more complicated. editing mm-hmm. videos is not yeah. a fun thing to do. Um, it's really fun. So, yeah. where does that come from? Where does this drive come from?
2: Um, just wanting to be creative like I like making things exist that didn't exist you know that's my that's answer it. <laughs> like so I mean, when that's I'm like good when I'm like for me. when I'm looking at the screen for like six seven hours and then like afterwards I'm like oh wow my eyes like really hurt <laughs> yeah I'm like but look what I got from that like uh-huh. I'm proud of myself for that you know it's just fun for me it's really fun
0: what do you guys think of Kansas City
2: it's cold. Honestly. honestly. It's cold. <laughs> yeah. Nah, it's Not dope, yet. bro. I fuck. I with love it
3: though. I fuck with Kansas. Yeah. It's funny because I think every city has the same niche thing. Like, so we was, mims. What was that area was in when we went to go perform and stuff last night? Oh, last night. Yeah. Uh, Westport. So Westport reminds me of Orlando. If you ever been to Orlando, the way they close the streets off, all the popping areas are in the same vicinity. Mm-hmm. We have that shit in Miami and Wynwood. You know, so every city has like the similar thing and it's always around colleges which is smart you know you get all the young yeah.
0: people in there it's but a it's... big thing to compare Westport to, <laughs> to Miami yeah, bro no
3: listen I bet you people out of Miami are, think Miami's overrated yeah, I think anybody yeah. from where they're from thinks that area must be like yo I'm so happy to be here <sighs> and you're like I, I just
4: recently started like loving kansas city for some reason like am like I'm probably because i want to am like, you, a, I'm like a, you can't get you can't get this anywhere like right now like the prices the cost of living if you yeah. try to go to a different uh city like it's gonna be way more oh, no, i'm true. liking it right now but like yeah. in 10 years it's not no, no, really i've never to been spot. to the middle <laughs> i've never been
2: to the middle of the us and it's i'm like wondering where the wind is coming from yeah there's no <laughs> there's no water there's, you know. no but
1: that's my thing with like that's my thing with like, when people say, like, what's out there in Kansas, and the funny thing about it is that whenever I did move to Manhattan, like, in a matter of three months, what do you think it was, It was like three months when we really got it popping? All right, so we come in, bro. This club has 50 people in it. In about 90, no, three months, yeah, three months, um, we packed the whole place out, 920 something people, two sides and a whole patio. And when I was doing, huh? In Manhattan, Kansas. In Manhattan, Kansas, bro. Like, we had people from Kansas City, Lawrence, Wichita, driving just to come and, like, witness the energy that we had in there. Mm -hmm. And while we were doing that, people from Miami were hitting me up. Like, yo, I got to get out there to the Midwest. Like, what are y'all doing over there? So it always freaks me out when people are like, we have to go to New York. We have to go to Miami. Or we got to go to Cali. Like, nah, you can do it in the Midwest. You can. It's just a matter of, you know, social media, marketing, working hard, connecting with people, because I I like the question you asked earlier. You know, how do you how do you utilize social media? Right. Well, it's bigger than just posting stuff. You know, the same way in sales that you build relationships and you're talking to people. It's the same thing with Instagram. For example, he hit me up some random girl out of California uh, that does interviews. I think it's the playground. Yeah, the playground. Shout out to her. Um, What was her name? I can't mm-hmm. remember. The Marissa, shout out to Marissa. Marissa, Marissa I did not, not forget. Playground. Cut that out, make sure it looks, you know. <laughs> kind of. Are we chopping this up? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nah, but um, nah, yeah. So he had me reach out to her and she had a platform of what she was trying to do. And I told her what we had. And she was like, all right, bet, let's do it. So we knocked out the interview and now she's like, she's with it. She loves Ryan. She likes the work ethic that we have. Mm-hmm. And on top of that. Uh, You know, our followers got to see what she got going on So now we have artists that follow me Because I'm a DJ Now they're hitting her up Trying to set up, you know, Mm -hmm. interviews So, you know, same thing You know, what you're doing in the streets Talking to people You do the same thing on social media Yeah What
4: what made you, like, grow the most on social media, you think? What's, like, the biggest thing you've learned?
3: Don't believe the numbers, bro Don't believe the Mm.
4: numbers? You may
3: not have a lot of followers But that doesn't mean you're not an influencer You know what I'm saying? Like, if I was just, like, put you on people's pages that are in the music business, that have Grammys and platinum, you know, plaques and stuff, you're like, yo, you only have 500 followers. All right, but my check, my checking account says I have a million dollars, you know, more than that, so mm-hmm. don't believe the numbers, bro. So if someone reaches out to you, you know, work with that person, no matter what the number may be, because you never know what they could bring to the table.
4: hmm
2: So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like judging a book by its cover type of deal, you know what I'm saying? Yeah.
0: And you, you also, so, like, for someone like me, so I just, I only have like, like 1,200 followers, but I feel like it's more about people's engagement rather than, so if, if there's a lot of people engaging with your, your content, that means you're doing something right. And that means you're just going to just keep increasing your numbers in general. So you could have, you could have 50,000 followers, but get 20 li- or 20 comments on yeah. your photo. Mm-hmm. But what's that really going to mean? Because people are seeing your stuff, but it's not like they really care but then i could have 1200 and get 70 comments and then people will be like why is he getting this many comments because mm-hmm. i'm talking to all these people yeah yeah, yeah. This, is, this is engagement and it's good and that's how you know you're about to start
1: growing yeah and i think you know growing. gary v says it best you know he says it's not about it's not about gaining more followers it's about taking care of the followers that you already have yeah and that will lead to more people following you because those people will vouch for you bro like Word if, of I, mouth. I, if I post a flyer, bro, mm-hmm. I swear to God, like 20, 30 people are posting on their story, they're commenting, I'm making sure I comment back. I always make sure yeah, that's a good, if one that, person I, comments, I, I comment back always. And you know, I try to like have conversation in my comments too. Mm-hmm. You know, like, yeah, oh, it's make gonna be it unique. Yeah, unique like, oh, it's gonna be like, it's not like a fire emoji, right? And then yeah. I just send like a praying hands or something. I'm like, Damn. oh, it's gonna be lit, you know, make sure
0: you come yeah. through. That's like, what I do,
1: you know. What do you plan? I do. do I know? do
0: both. I do both. It, it just depends. If they comment emojis, I can't really have a conversation from that. Well, way. yeah, yeah. I was just yeah. trying to. Yeah, like yeah. sometimes yeah. if it's
1: just a fire, I'm like, well, shit. What can I say? But <laughs> fire back. yeah, you know, Word. exactly. I'll but if they star, say something else, you know, emoji. yeah, man. So just try to make yourself available. That's all. Make yourself available. <laughs> <laughs> I
0: kind of want to hear about the crazy experience you were talking about at a, a concert with the. That we were talking about, or you were talking about it right before we even started. Yeah. No, I mean, it's just, you know, I was like, bro.
2: Reality check type shit. Yeah, it just
0: makes you realize. All right, so, I mean,
3: I can tell you all the moments of my life doing music that I'm like, damn. Okay, this shit is real. Mm -hmm. So, when Boogie left, he left Florida and moved back to New York. My whole thing with him and me and Ryan talking was like, bro, you have something. Continue doing it. You know, don't. Because, bro, we know when you're young, man, there's a lot of temptations out there that can steer you away from your goals of what you want to do in life so while I was doing these jobs the job where I wake up 2, 3 in the morning me and Boogie on the phone I'm FaceTiming him we're talking he's like yo I'm in the studio right now so he was on top of this shit mm-hmm. and at one point we just like disconnected you know because people get busy yeah. and um, next thing you know I hit Ryan I'm like yo bro he's like what I'm like yo I'm gonna send you a video on YouTube with Boogie and he goes alright He Boogie sold out BB Kings in Manhattan I don't know if it's still open but he sold it out.
0: And in my eyes, I was like, what happened? So there was that turning point. It was, point. You, it was you, the music you produced?
3: Yeah, well, I mean, it was Boogie some it. It was some of it. So, like, the thing that's great about Boogie, too, and I'm, I probably didn't even answer your question, but this is my problem. I just go from, like, this to that. But what happened with Boogie is I made this song called Temporary with Boogie. And that song is, like, one of his most popular, like, original songs, you know, like, in the beginning. So mm-hmm. when I went up to New York with him, this is how this guy is a real one, bro. Like I, I'll stick for Boogie, I'll stick up for Boogie forever, cause he really is a down to earth type of guy. I had Ken on a FaceTime call with him, and he was just acting normal. He ain't act like he was somebody, you know. I'm better than you, and um, um. So what happened? And I think I lost my track, but I don't want to act like I lost it. Is oh, so temporary. When I went to New York, I started meeting all these people that was from Highbridge. So like, you, Mister White, yo, yo, that temporary track. So I got there, everybody knew who I was. And the only way they knew who I was is because of him. He mm-hmm. was the person that I was like, this is a guy when I was in Florida that got me to sound the way I sound and you guys are hearing I'm making music with you now, but I wouldn't have made this if I wasn't with him in the beginning. Mm-hmm. So everybody I met in New York when I went, everyone knew who I was. You're Mr. White, you're Mr. White, boom, boom, boom. So he's a real one, bro, for that. Like he's such a down earth type of guy and that's why I'm 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 always trying to uh pay that for because if he didn't do that with me, you know, that I would just change. Opportunities. Right now, like, like, yeah, yeah. Any opportunity. There's some people, man, I mean, I watch YouTube videos. There's people that when they make it, they forget about the people that got them there. And I can't do that. That shit is so whack to me.
0: Word. Mm-hmm. 100%. So, oh, oh, the story, my bad. Yeah. I'm bad, all right, all right, my <laughs> bad, my bad, the story. Yeah,
3: so what happened is we was on stage, but we was in Orlando, and we're just on stage with him, he's performing. And I just see this person, like, you know when you in the crowd, you ever watch someone in the crowd trying to get the artist's attention? Mm-hmm. So I see this person really, like, trying to, like, make sure Boogie sees this shit. Mm-hmm. And we I, I, I caught it already, and I go, yo, bro, look at that shit. And this person made a mural of Boogie, Bella, and, um, oh, my God, Melody. And I see Boogie perform, and he looks over, and he just, like, and then goes back to performance. <laughs> <laughs> but I think for him it was, like, damn, you know, someone, like, yeah. that's how much you mean to them is that they got they did that they drew you mm-hmm. you know and that was the time like that was for me I already I already knew Boogie made it I already was like I already believed in the shit but what happened with me is when me and Boogie linked up after he made it I was in Tampa and um, he just I think he just put out the mixtape artist mm-hmm. right and bro I swear to god we're in a we're in a VIP section we're standing on couches and I remember this girl like pulling off securities and she's like yo is it okay if I take a picture of him and me him just synced up after he blew up. He just opened up for Drake at uh, uh the summer summer sixteen or whatever that shit was called. Yeah. And like I'm in the VIP. I'm like, let's take a fucking picture. Like I'm not realizing it. you're like, no, he's there now. Mm-hmm. So security's like, yeah, take a pic. So they take a pic. And the next thing you know, it's like, yo, you got to go to stage. So he goes to stage, and we're trying to make it to the stage as he's getting ready to perform, bro. The whole building. Let's say the building like the capacity was like 500 people. Everybody will sing this guy's music Grown men bro I'm just like <laughs> And I'm at the stairs Getting ready to go on stage And I'm seeing this shit And I'm like Oh
0: shit This shit is for real yeah. I can tell how How you Like grown with him From the jump Just by how you're explaining The story You're saying that like Grown men are singing But that's, that's concerts like yeah. It's, yeah. it's definitely gonna be Just grown There's gonna be grown people Singing the words yeah. But you're saying it like it's dip, like in a different way. Like you've seen them from the beginning. Yeah. There actually. are grown men singing his music. Yeah. And, then that,
3: crazy. and I think what's crazy is now I feel like we're getting that with Party Shift and VMG with Ryan. Mm-hmm. So, yo, we're from South Florida. We've never been here. All right. For us to be, he had a message from a, a, a person at the first night we performed, we performed at Midnight Rodeo. And as I was getting ready to leave, this shit came up to Ryan. I was like, yo you did great tonight, you're so amazing, can I take a picture with you? I'm like, and I'm like, yo, give me the phone. So I take a pic, and then Ryan texts me the, converse, the conversation they had, and apparently she was having a bad day yesterday, and she was like, yeah, I was just listening to your music, and it made me feel better.
2: So, so little stuff dance. like that. That's yeah, better. that's dope.
3: You know? That's where it gets good. So it's like, man, it's just, so I mean, that's like the, for us, that's like the beginning of it. Mm-hmm. So I can only imagine when we do shit again, and you guys are like, have a deal with, I, uh, I,
0: Apple or Spotify Apple, Spotify. Spotify. We gotta find that Spotify. <laughs> Spotify. Yeah, 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 We'll see, but yeah, like right now, that's Joe Rogan yeah, yeah, yeah. Joe Rogan is like what, fifty thousand. I don't know. Podcast? Too much. <laughs> She's killing it. You know, <laughs> it. Yeah, that's insane. Just from that. So let's let's talk more on Kansas City. What y'all been eating? Anything real
1: special?
2: Oh, that taco BBQ. joint. That taco joint was fire.
1: We're at. Yes. Where do we go? Y'all win. I, I was at the, oh, the crib. No. Oh no! <laughs> we no were there. Oh, you talking about? He's yeah. talking about Kansas City though. Oh, honestly, bro, Man, everything is feels like no, Kansas pizza, City to pizza me. So. Last night. Oh yeah, they went to this. Joe pizza Oh, spot. this honey
2: pizza. Yo, we put honey on the oh, pizza. That's, not the, in that's crazy. Mm. That tasted amazing. Yeah. I'm yeah. getting yeah. pizza like that from now on. Yeah. Yeah. Yo, shout out to
1: Mims for that too, though. Uh huh. Yeah. Shout out to Mims. Yo.
0: That's what we're known for—the barbecue.
4: Yeah, I get, uh... Where'd you go? You like Gates? I like Q... G- what G- this is cool, yeah. Q39. That I
0: think Gates or, or
1: Oklahoma Joe's or Q39. People say there's, like, a huge line, like, outside of one of them. I haven't Oklahoma even been to Jealous. it yet. That's how good it is, It's just, yeah. it's fire. Man, honestly, bro, like, we either. haven't, we haven't had time to, like, sit down and eat at a nice restaurant, like...
0: Yeah, oh, it's not nice. It's a
1: gas station. Oh, it's again. <laughs> we haven't even had time to pump gas, then, y'all. Let's go, though. Haven't been that, to that point yet. All right, so
0: what's going on tonight? What
1: are you? What's DJ Cannon? Oh uh, man, the move tonight is—it's uh, Lotus Westport. It's gonna be uh, DJ Cannon, DJ Don Dada, uh, Partyship Entertainment, VMG. You know, special guests in the building. Um, Ryan's gonna do a performance. We were at Yard Bar last night and we shut it down, bro. Like numbers was crazy. Uh, I wish that like you guys could have been there to see the line outside. It was just ridiculous.
4: We have yeah, we were, out we, were of the the we were.
0: out Y'all were there. We were there? Yeah. We were out Damn. Out of Westport, we were at the the bar. Chez Shay Charlie.
1: Yeah. yeah, yeah. We have a we have a section tonight, so Mims, um. they're more than welcome. to we'll put them on the list. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So you guys can slide. Just but, you know, give me your names. All
0: right, for sure. Yeah. So, what's something interesting that each of you can talk about right now? Like anything that interesting? interesting? Anything that's really interesting to you or that happened to you? There's so many things. Yeah. Like. <laughs> I was saying, I was trying to think of some like you were saying in the story. You said. What are you, you passionate about? about?
2: Oh, I'm passionate about movies. I love watching movies. Oh, movies are tough. Yeah. I Sometimes. Nah, he we trash get, movies, we though. Get, he we could can watch get started like, on movies. Nah, there's no trash movie, yo. They put the yeah, time movie. into that, yeah. A
4: movie. <laughs> Anytime we have somebody on that likes movies, it's like, we just talk about it for too mm, long. All right, well, let's, let's <laughs> yeah, We'll
2: just go through it. Well, something interesting, uh, I think that's interesting. Like, when I have writer's block, I just watch a fucking movie. Uh-huh. Am I allowed to curse on you? I'm sorry. Yeah, um, go ahead. I forget. Um, okay, but yeah, I will watch a movie and that'll just cure my writer's block because I'll just write about something I see. Like that'll give me a bar, you know. Mm-hmm.
0: I feel like I do Interesting. that. Interesting. When I paint, I'll just watch something. I'll just sit down. I'm like, I can't paint anymore. I watch. I'm like, oh shit, I need to paint something. <laughs> <laughs> I need to put some shit on. Alright, question. Did you do that? Actually, no. But I came up with how it was supposed to look. That's fire. It is, so it's actually two different uh, graphic designers. So first it was just the car. We literally just had the car and I was like, this is not how a logo is supposed to look. Mm-hmm. And then uh, this dude uh, that Halston worked with was like, uh, I can do it. I'll do it for free. Like I'll do whatever else you want to do it for free. I was like, oh, okay. And then he did that, the smoke, and I was like, that actually looks real hard. You changed like, the that,
4: color, we changed the color too, right? Oh, yeah. It wasn't a richest fire It was
0: like, a a dull And
3: dull color Yeah but All right. Thank you I appreciate that Nah it's fine But uh, yeah I used to be an MMA fighter Oh really? Or,
2: really? Yeah my first fight was here Yo he never tells anyone that Yeah so. I don't ever tell anybody that Did shit. you win?
0: Yeah I broke his nose <laughs> <laughs> So did Are you more of a wrestler? Kickboxer?
3: I'm about to be racist as fuck oh. mm-hmm. I'm black I throw hands
4: <laughs> 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 You were just throwing, hands nah. Haymakers. So was, you were throwing doors. Nah. So,
3: so first of all, that experience, bro, was the scariest experience of my life, bro.
4: What made you want to do
3: it? Uh, some deep dark shit. Yeah, definitely. I would don't want to stand
4: in some in front of somebody trying to kill me. Yeah, so, take something weird up in your head, dog, man. Oh Yo, what's wrong with you? No, no, no. Seriously, nah, nah. Murder you. Look, nah, bro, nah. Right. Real talk.
3: Look. Throw
0: hands at this guy. I'm telling you right
3: now, bro. I'm not trying to put anything out there, but I'm the one that walks away from every, like every altercation. Yes. I walk yeah, away.
0: I do that exact same flow well, now. There's so. a, I mean, you I mean, I, smoke I, or what? <laughs> I, I mean, I was trying to show him
3: the video today, but have you guys seen that Simpsons episode where Homer is playing Krusty the Crab? No, not Krusty the Crab, but Krusty the Clown.
0: I think I've seen that
3: one. And then like they have the Hamburglar, he's like yeah, trying to yeah, steal yeah, it, yeah. and he starts beating them. and the kids like make it stop. He's already dead. It's like that's me, bro. Like it's gonna take like a million people to get me off of whoever the person is. Oh my god. So I walk away from shit, bro. So. All right. <laughs> it went there.
1: Damn. It went there. Now nah, nah, but Mr. White, Mr. White almost definitely carries himself like it's crazy. Like, you know, some situations could go down and he already knows how to deal with it. You know what I'm saying? For somebody that can deal with their emotions like that, that really shows like the growth of a person. Cuz some people like they automatically want to snap. And sometimes you can sometimes you can figure things out with just a simple conversation, you know?
4: That happened recently.
0: Yeah. <laughs> oh. Oh, my God. Like,
4: just because <laughs> of, dr- of drunk people, like...
0: Yeah, we were just showing at this bar, and, and I was like, oh, hey, I think I, I remember you from somewhere. And I think he got insulted because I didn't remember him or something. So oh, he's okay. like, he's like... Who are you? Like, dude with your, your hat not matching He just started like, flaming like, him, like, out of nowhere. You know? I was like, what do you mean? I was like, wait, my shoes are black, my hat's black. Uh, whatever. And then, I was like, and then uh, he started going in on his ears because his, his ears <laughs> were, like, or something. That was, like, and that dude, was too much weird. for him. Like, he was like, oh, you trying to go outside? You trying to go? I thought we were all jo- We were joking. I thought it like, was like, a joke. Yeah. Like-, was so- oh, I've been <laughs> like, he was like getting that. his feelings hurt, apparently. But he wasn't showing it. Like, it was just a roast battle. But, yeah. Yeah, he wow. was about to his fight he's about to swing on it what about because i though? talked said his ears drinking? were big <laughs> what about you though cam what you, what's your gift man what's your my you gift
1: special, the, 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 the special, special gift. story oh a special story dang man i'm trying to think you i mean all I, time yeah my, my life my <laughs> life like good. my life is music man like it's just music 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 and you know i do sales too during the day i work a nine to five too you know i've been i've been trapping on that phone for a long time like on some wolf on wall street type stuff Mm -hmm. uh you know that's really uh you know doing that is really what helped me as far as like the entertainment business the business because you can actually take what you learn in sales and apply it to anything um but other than that like i I got i got a crib at my house and these guys will tell you i'm watering the grass every day (laughs) working on that shit that's just what i like to do is work on the yard like it's working on the yard, doing music and sales. That's it. You bag your grass. Do I ba- Yeah, I bag my grass. Yes. <laughs> One of those guys. What is it? Yeah, yeah. yeah, Waters his
4: lawn every day. Okay, you know the you know the lawns where they have like the diagonal lines. Like oh, I feel yeah. like that's yeah. him. Yeah, yo, yeah, that's me.
2: <laughs> Not a
4: spot on his
2: grass. Like no Do you mean people. like bag the clippings?
1: Yes. Yeah, yeah. Dude, a fucking... I, I used to, to have to do that, that shit. I was so mad I, as a kid. I would try to I would do that, do that shit Like, bag <laughs> I just bag the, uh, the grass. grass. <laughs> bro, but really now they about. got... the. Now nah, I'm not even gonna... I was about to say, now they got this cool shit on the lawnmowers. You just click that shit and it rides, bro. Yeah, yeah no, I know what you're talking <laughs> about. Yeah, it makes it easy. So, nah, the, whatever. Grass. Grass. <laughs> yeah, keep your grass green. <laughs> yeah,
3: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, preach. Yeah, I'm
1: trying to think of... exactly who you're What is that?
0: So, hey. so have you, how close are you, have you been like backstage with a boogie and then like had, is it just, is it that type of connection where you, whenever he's in town? Like, yeah, like, like on Christmas like we were thing recording, thing. like, okay.
2: so Will
3: that last year. So for Thanksgiving. I'm, I'm
0: this, I'll tell you why I'm asking this question before you answer. So like, so my, what I try to focus on right now with like my art is to figure out ways to get viral attention. So like if I were to be at a concert, I would make sure I would figure out a way to get to the artist in, in some way. I've just started doing art again recently mm-hmm. because I was I just had this revelation in my head, like I could do this whenever. But um, so what would be like the best way to get contact with a certain artist about something like that? Oh, I don't know, bro. Oh, you don't know that one? No, I don't.
2: <laughs> Probably like um, I've seen some artists just.
0: Cause I've tried the, I've tried the holding, the paintings up, I would do that, and I, it's worked for me, the, I've only done it once, it worked for me though, and I, mean, I was able to get back there. But. Why don't
2: you try to bring like a team to do that, like go to a show with a team, like print it multiple times, yeah, uh, I got you know. like 10 people holding that
0: up. tell you, tell you up. a crazy story though, so the time I did that, it was me, him, and a few other people, so we all went, and we weren't trying to pay for the show though, so I was like, I don't care what's happening tonight, mm-hmm. but these paintings will be at their hands at the end of the night. So we walked. We went to bumfuck. Uh, what's it?
4: Oh my god! Somewhere Yur- in the country. York, yeah, Yur- Yur- Missouri. Missouri. Yeah. Sorry
0: for whoever lives there. But <laughs> we were driving around for an hour trying to find the venue, and then we get there. We walk up. Security's like. We
4: park uh, in a field. First of all, we lie and say thou- lie. there's like a hundred cars. We were
0: like media for a newspaper and or some uh, urban media or something, and they believed it. But we no. had to talk to like They're, they're the boss the This owner. big
4: ass nigga Country motherfucker oh With God. a Colt 45 on his hip Just walks up He's I like, like at least spot. 350 He was the biggest man I've ever seen I in my life spot. And I was but, like This is not good yeah,
0: so
2: he's like, <laughs> Time to wake up
0: he's My like, bad hey, It was all good He's like Hey bro get Tina So he got Tina Who's the owner And uh So she 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 lets us in So we get in I hold we try to hold him up so it's just it's tech nine uh-huh. so I tried to hold it up so he could see and I'm sure he saw it plenty of times but he just didn't do anything about it and then his manager came up to me and then he was like hey I'll, I'll, I'll try my best to like get his attention and see if you could go back there but they're just in a rush so well long story short two hours later I got it to him and we were just in the back of his trailer but mm-hmm. I feel like with bigger artists that'd be harder to do than something
2: like that in your I think it's like consistent, consistently like posting it and getting everyone you know and everyone you can to tag mm-hmm. the artist
1: and doing okay. that
2: oh no I know for times. sure
0: he, he saw the post and he I don't know I, I am
1: even talk man bro honestly I think what, I'm, I'm just thinking you know maybe what I would do is I would try to find out I would try to build the relationships with the people like you know under him mm-hmm. the guys that aren't as big they're easier to reach out to and I would try to build a relationship with them, you know, do art for them, and they're gonna feel, you know, they're gonna feel like special. Mm-hmm. And they, they might take their art and be like, yo, you should you should fuck with home, my homeboy over here. No, so. no,
3: no, hey, he's speaking facts, okay. So Joe from Mario, I met him on social media the same way I met Maddie, right, off Instagram. Yo, Mr. Mm-hmm. White, boom, boom, boom. So next thing you know, me and Ryan fly out. This, again, this is me doing my my, my shit. I get off of work, we go to the airport, so I haven't slept yet. We fly to New York, as soon as we get off the plane, we go to the studio, it's like 2, 3 in the morning, we're trying to find a hotel. Joe's like, yo, just pull up to my house. We go to Joe's house, I pass out on the couch, they're working on music, eight o'clock in the morning, I wake up, so I probably slept for like an hour and a half, making breakfast, his mom, who don't know who we are, talking to us in the, in the kitchen, mm-hmm. talking about how she grew up with Robert De Niro, she knew Biggie back in Brooklyn, She's always afraid to pull up to him. So one thing I could tell is that people that have seen shit, like people being successful, are more open to like, uh, uh, I guess, pushing somebody that they know to that, because they've mm-hmm. seen it, because people mm-hmm. are by habits, so if I've never seen it, if I'm that way, I'll never push it, so his mom was very supportive, next thing you know, Joe was uh, producing for like the low tier artists in Highbridge, people that don't even sign the Highbridge, but are cool with Boogie, right, so guess what happens, Joe from YL is now Boogie's go-to producer, and this happened in like two years,
2: yeah, he was, he was talking, he's like, I just want to meet quiet. him at yes, first.
3: He's, but what he did is exactly what Cannon said. He worked with the people below Boogie, you know, going from, say, this artist, producer for him, and then you know that artist is going to be in the studio with Boogie. So who you going to invite? Joe. Yo, know, Joe pull up. So Joe pulls up, and Boogie, again, one of the coolest people in the world. He'll, he'll, get, he'll listen to everybody's beats. He's not one to be like, oh, no, you're not Metro Boomin' or you're not so-and-so. He'll listen to anybody. So next thing you know, I bet you it was a situation where he's like, "Yo, Joe, you got anything?" And Joe started playing some shit, bro. Uh, Joe pretty much produced almost all of Artist Two Point Oh. Wow. Yeah. That's insane. So I would do what Cannon says, man. If you want to fuck with an artist, man, don't go with, don't go directly to him or her. Mm-hmm. Look at the his his team and like talk to them, hook them up.
2: Yeah, like, how many
1: Kinda managers are having art drawn for them? Around you around, know. Right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because. Uh, because honestly, that, that's what I did to get in contact with Michael Blackson. You know, Michael Blackson, he got a show. I think he has, he had a show yesterday in KC and tonight. And uh, his girlfriend follows me on IG and supports me heavy. And uh, I reached out to her. And um, I was like, hey, I got this event, you know, tonight at Lotus. Like, I want to invite y'all. But she, you know, she, she couldn't make it out because she's in L.A. Um, and I, I just left it like that. And then, like, two, three days ago... I uh, I hit her back and I said, Hey, I'm I talked to the manager over at Lotus, like if Michael's trying to do something later, like call the manager and they'll hook you up on the section. And she's like, Well she's like, the only way he's gonna do it is if you pay him. So I'm like, Okay, well who do I gotta talk to? And boom, I got to his role manager and his role manager like maybe a thousand followers, something like that. Mm-hmm. And I got all the info from him and uh you know, they gave me all the pricing and stuff and you know we couldn't we couldn't make it work because you know, we're running at 50% occupancy, so it doesn't make sense to bring in these acts like that, mm-hmm. uh, at that level. But still, like, that got me to somebody right there with Michael Blackson every day. Mm-hmm. So imagine if I could have gotten the budget approval. I would have been with Michael Blackson, taking a picture with him, all that. Mm-hmm. And for me, like, it's not, it, I don't look at it like it's an L. I look at it like, damn, okay, this you know formula worked. Yeah, I can do this again. Or if he's in the, he's in the city and the money right, boom, know, I know who I, I got to talk to. And then I can hit you up like, yo, bro, we got Michael yeah, Blackson. Blackson Let me get some yeah. of that art. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? There's the relationship. You know what I'm saying? It's all connecting the dots. So, yeah.
0: It's a good mentality.
1: That's a good one, man. <laughs> they, they, they call me old, man. They say I got an old man mentality.
0: Yeah, from the lawn, too. <laughs>
1: yeah, for real. It
4: seems like a goat on social media, like, way better than that. Yeah, <laughs> I am. You
0: need to do a social media marketing. Yeah. Like did, did you take a class like that? or No. 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 I feel like that would be a good class to
1: take. Yeah. Man, just get on YouTube. Yeah,
0: YouTube, YouTube Work. University. Yeah, yeah true. Yeah. You have any final remarks?
4: No. All right. You guys, thanks for Wait, having us. Wait, you
0: guys know any Kansas City artists? I want to hear their shit. Alright, let's Bye.
3: do it. Play that. Play, yo, that, play that. Play that.